Let's go to Biolumic first of all. It was about a year ago we met them for the first time. They're based in Palmerston North, and they are increasing the yield and productivity of crops using light treatments because at our current rate, many crops won't be able to keep up with feeding the planet. Biolumic founder and chief scientific officer, Dr. Jason Wargent, joins me again to share some exciting news. Hi, Jason. Hey, Jesse, how are you going? Good. We really enjoyed our chat with you last year. And can you remind listeners or, or tell listeners who didn't hear that one what Biolumic is exactly? Yeah, so we're a biotech uh, company based in Palmerston North. And uh, our mission is to develop uh, light treatments of seeds and the plants. And this is based on triggering pathways inside of them. So programming them, instructing them and enabling them to be able to be much more productive and able to cope with the stresses and strains of being cultivated. What sorts of plants? So we, when we talked last year, we were talking about a few crops that were important to us, obviously as a growing company. You uh, have a certain amount of crops that you're focused on at a particular time. So we've been working with soybean, corn. We've also worked with strawberry. And uh, we've also been working with cannabis as well. And uh, today we're going to be talking about a, a new project that's starting where we're going to turn our attention to treating rice seed. How important to the world is rice seed? Well, I mean, obviously we know that rice is a, a vital staple crop for, well, probably about half the world's population, and uh, particularly in places like India. So India alone is accounting for probably a quarter of global rice production. But uh, rice has um, some sustainability uh, hurdles ahead of it, which it'd be really great if we could try and surmount. Uh, a lot of rice is typically grown in water-flooded uh, cultivation fields. And uh, this actually has a few burdens in terms of labor, water use, and, and also methane emissions. Um, it's a crazy fact, but uh, methane emissions from rice cultivation apparently accounts for about 10% of all global mm. methane emissions. So we need to find some tools that can help us to potentially transition to other ways of growing rice seed where that, that flooded approach wouldn't be uh, so vital to be used. Okay, tell us how your technology works um, for example, on rice seed, take us in there. Mm. So our plan is to try and help with efforts that are already going on around the world uh, that are being um, supported by the likes of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, where there's an effort to transition to, to what's called um, direct dry seeded rice. So this is just simply where rice seed isn't planted into a, a flooded paddock, but it actually goes into a, a normal field without flooding. Now, at the moment, this only accounts for maybe only as much as a fifth or less of all of rice cultivation. But if you can transition to more dry seeded plantations, then you can reduce that water uh, pressure and you can reduce those methane emissions and there's other savings there. So we've already done a little bit of work um, coming into some work that uh, we're now starting this week, where we know that if we treat rice seeds with our, some of our UV light recipes, we can get them to establish better in the ground and they can basically grow with, with less weed pressure on them and other things. So we can help with this this big transition push over to direct dry seeded rice. So that's where we fit in. Yeah, tell us about that UV treatment. What exactly are you doing? Yeah, so when we apply a, a treatment of UV light to a seed, we know that we're changing and programming the the expression of 
the genes that are already in that uh, particular crop that we're targeting. So we're, again, we're programming them and controlling their productivity. So we're really giving them instructions to say, hey, you've really got to up your productivity game here. And uh, then you start to see different advantages as the crop goes through its life. And we just apply those treatments to, to dry seed before they get sown. It's much like what we're doing in other crops around the world in soybean and corn. There's no changes in, in approach needed by those who are handling the seeds. You do your light treatment programming. We look at what's going on inside the seeds, inside the plant. And uh, it's really a activation by light approach, really. And we're still the only people in the world doing it as well. That's amazing. Why does the light work? Well, we believe that plants are really well adapted to um, detecting UV light in particular. You know, we think this goes back to the dawn of plants, the very first plants, and how they had to cope with these different stresses as they moved onto the land and became plants. And we know that UV light adaptation was probably quite an important part of that. So you've already got all those signaling systems in plants where they can detect UV and they can then reprogram their development, allocating resources to certain parts of what they're doing. Hey, we need to grow more roots. We need to be able to do this and that. We need to increase our yield to, for us to be able to reproduce and so on. And so you've got all that machinery inside plants, all plants actually, because we know that UV signaling is, is available in all plants and all crops that exist. So we're, we're hijacking that evolution that's happened and giving our own little programs to plants. And of course, the sustainability pitch here is pretty significant because it's a treatment that doesn't involve as much chemistry needing to be sprayed onto plants. It isn't a GM approach. And so it's, it's sustainable as you're going to get, really, applying light to seeds. So tell us your news. You've just attracted some pretty high-profile investment. We have, yeah. So um, this week we've been announcing a generous grant from the, uh, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and this is going to be for us to, to, to start a, a development program for light recipes for, for rice seeds, so against the, the goals of helping transition to direct sown rice. So we've got about two and a half years of work there where we're going to be developing light recipes. We're going to be testing whether that enhances the early seedlings, root development, shoot development, their productivity. And then eventually, as we get towards the end of the grant, we're going to start transitioning to moving treated seeds into trial sites over in India. And by that stage, we'll have a very good idea as to the, the potential role of, of biolumic light treatments when it comes to enabling rice production. Fantastic. You excited? Oh, yeah. No, it's really exciting. And, you know, when we spoke last year, we had those sort of three or four crops that we've been focused on. Obviously, when you're a, uh, an early growth company, you need to um, pick what you're doing quite clearly and have specific goals. And what's been really incredible in the last year is that now we're getting to the point where the work we do at a molecular biology level to look inside the plants to be able to match these light treatments so much more quickly. If you remember our discussion about decillions of uh, light patterns out there in the world, and we've got to hone in on which are the magic treatments for us. And uh, now we're at a point where we have that standardized to a place where we can actually start to bring new crops in. So rice seed is, is one of these first, let's say, new targets, new projects for us. And uh, we've got a couple of other ideas up our sleeve there about what the next couple of new crops 
might look like too. So we're starting to add these new crops to the to the portfolio while we continue to commercialize the other work we're doing in places like the United States. So it's it's really exciting and I think it's a goal of, of, of anyone who works in the space that we do really that you can make a contribution to these significant you know food security driving crops and and we're also now going into the space of combating climate change by helping to reduce methane emissions as well so it's yeah it's really exciting fantastic how many you got on the team oh we got about 35 in the team and about two-thirds of those are um are in palmy (laughs) love it thank you stay in touch um can't wait to hear your next news jason and your next successes really good to talk to you today Thanks, Jesse. Appreciate it. Thank you. Dr. Jason Wajan is founder and chief scientific officer at BioLuma.